Thanks for listening to the Revival Today podcast with evangelist Adala Shuttlesworth. To stay connected, check us out on Facebook and Instagram or online at revivaltoday.com. Now, here's Evangelist Adalis. Gloria in excelsis Deo. I just have to sing my own background songs. So I know other podcasts are like cool and they have like, you know, songs uh, while I'm speaking, but I'm, I'm doing both <laughs> because I can. And you're welcome. Listen, are you catching me for the second time in a row this week? Yeah. Yeah, girl. Yeah. Yeah, boy. You are. Uh, we're titling this Tuesday broadcast. Talk Tuesday. Isn't that creative? It's really creative. Talk Tuesday. Why? Because there's certain topics that I want to address uh, that you have uh, contacted me uh, to discuss. And one of these topics is uh, what we are endeavoring to speak about, which is very interesting to me. It's very interesting uh, because I've I've had... uh, multiple responses when we talk about this topic and um, I'm going to help you out. I'm going to help you out because I'm going to let you in on the secret to a well-balanced marriage, a well-balanced household. The topic at hand that we are talking today is how to submit to your husband. (laughs) You heard it. You know, this topic isn't um, one that's talked about uh, quite often. And it's because uh, there's so many people that are afraid to offend. And I like stepping on toes. So, here we go. First and foremost, uh, we have to understand that there is a line of authority that the Bible uh, says is the right, the correct way to establish a household, to establish your life in. And that is uh, God being at the very head, then the husband, then the, hus- uh, the, the wife, and then the children that come after. So there is. Anything outside of that will never function in the blessing and success um, that God has created for us to walk in. Why? Because it's out of whack. That's why. So if, if the, the wife is the one that wears the pants in the relationship and she's making the decisions and she's, um, you know, uh, telling the husband what to do, just like the, I mean, this is this is running rampant in America. Just turn on the TV and look at the Verizon commercials or look at, uh, you know, the progressive commercials or wherever it is where the dad's the bozo and the mom's the responsible one looking down at his. Do you think that's smart? Uh, and that's the husband. Always sounds like that. Uh, oh no, like a whip dog. That's not. That's not the the way that God has created for a relationship to work. And so, um, I was talking about this in one of the broadcasts, uh, the morning broadcast with my sister. And I had a um, a couple of requests, but this one really stood out to me because I put myself in, um, you know, in, in my and it's, it's not that I put myself. I am in this, uh, you know, segment of the population where I'm I'm an evangelist's wife, which there's very few of us 
out there. Uh, so the dynamic at home is is one that's very unique. Um, but this woman contacted me on Instagram and she said, my husband's in military and I want to know uh, how to structure my home uh, so that I am not usurping his authority and he has his rightful place. Um, I want to do that and not have it be something that I'm doing um, as 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 phony, uh, as fake. And, you know, it just it was funny to me because she's she knows she knows that she has to fall back. However, she's doing it and she's like faking it. And she's like, I but I this is not how I want it to go. Like deep down inside, I know that I should I should probably be taking the lead because he's not even home most of the time. He's out six months out of the year traveling, you know, overseas or whatever. So he when he gets home, uh, things are kind of out of whack. And now I, I have to uh, when, when I'm I, I I play the alpha role in the home when he's not there. What does that look like? And so I hope this helps uh, all the military wives and uh, the evangelist wives, even uh, the people in ministry, um, but really anybody that has a tough time submitting. <laughs> Women, a tough time submitting. So I, I wrote down four things that, that have to happen in order for you to be uh, a success in this world of submitting to your husband. I find this very interesting. And this year was really when, after even 12 years of marriage, because I've traveled with Jonathan uh, for the better part of, of our 11 years together, um, it, J Camilo started school in September. And this is the, the, the first time that me and Cam have stayed home while Jonathan goes out. And this is something that we've agreed uh, together. We've stood in prayer and fasting um, and we knew right away that this is where the Lord, it looks different for everybody. Um, but for us, we knew that this was what was going to work out for us. And so um, I remember in the in the middle of, of the year or a little after. No, it was in the middle of the year even before Camila started. Uh, she started preschool last year. So we, we kind of like got the, uh, a feel for, you know, what this this is going to look like. You know, when when dad's on the road and I'm I'm at home and we're we're still active in ministry, still active in school, still active with the things that are happening all around us. What does that look like? We kind of got our feet wet in there. And uh, right in the middle of the summer, he said, uh, I want you to uh, just have uh, somebody go grab uh, our, our uh, go, go grab your luggage or something like that. We were at a at a rental home so I said no it's okay I'll do it I'll just uh, run out and get it because I knew exactly in my head okay I knew exactly where my my luggage is it's buried under product it's buried under other suitcases so why send out somebody to do it when I could do it faster better and be more efficient at it so that's that was my standpoint and because I said no my husband didn't take that too well and so a discussion, and we never fight, okay? We never, ever fight. We just um, yell and break furniture. I'm just kidding. Um, 
we we don't we, so so we weren't necessarily he wasn't happy let's just just let's just say that he wasn't happy about it and so i i uh, we sat down and the this is the thing about a successful marriage which i didn't even put in the in the the four things that you have to do in order to be um a submissive wife and have it work for you uh you have to communicate if you're just like a timid woman and you're afraid to offend, uh, good luck. I want to pat you in the back and say good luck with that. Uh, because men, if you think that you <laughs> huffing and puffing and rolling your eyes is somehow going to make him see that you're upset, it's not. I've learned it. I, trust me. Uh, when it comes to body language, women are very sensitive when it comes to the body language, the look. Men could care less. I remember there was uh, multiple times in my life where I thought I'm I'm just going to uh, I'm going to be upset. I'm going to slam this wall uh, or the, this wall. I'm going to slam this door and he's going to obviously know that I'm mad. I'm I'm going to I'm going to cross my arms. I'm going to, you know, shake my my leg while I'm sitting back and forth, up and down, up and down because he I, he'll know that I'm annoyed and it doesn't work. See because men they they they, they you need to speak you need to talk about the things or how you feel. And it's not talking to vent. It's not talking, you're not making me happy. And I don't, no, we're not talking uh, emotionally driven things. You're talking about things to help rectify the situation that you're in. If there's a problem, let's find a solution. Let's disregard how I feel right now, even though you might be feeling sad or, or angry or, or whatever it is. Dis detach yourself from the emotions and say, this is what this looks like. And, and let's try to resolve this as quickly as we can. And the Bible says, don't let the sun go down on your anger. Don't allow for even a day to go by where you're mad at each other, where you didn't talk it out. That's toxic. I can tell you right now firsthand that if you pent up that aggression, it's just going to bite you in the butt later on. So what I'm telling you right now, ladies and gentlemen, is that you, uh, you, you have to communicate. That's the number one. Uh, I, someone wrote that down on our um, on our the advice. You get like things for my wedding. I had like a big book of like all of the, you know, advice that people had for your um, marriage. And one of the things that kept coming up is communication. Communicate. Talk about how you feel. Say that what you don't like. Say what you do like. Say just constantly be communicating with your husband because he needs to have that. And I can tell you I'm vouching for that uh, a truth and it's absolutely 100% of reality. So you have to communicate. Vocalize what it is that you uh, don't want that you're not happy about. Okay, why? Why did you respond to this? And so I sat down with Jonathan after that little um, snag, and I said, "What was that? What is this? What is this about?" And it was, "Well, you're not listening. I told you, and you don't want." And I thought, you know what? You're right. I I did I did I did say it in a way where like, no, I'm not gonna have you decide what I'm gonna do at the moment. I'm gonna do it because that's just how it was raised. And then on top of that, there's a, a litany of other things that I can uh, back up as to why I did it that way. But, you know, I said, you're right. And I said, but what you have to also understand is that w the, the times that you're not around, I have to do those things. Ain't, there's nobody around me to, to help me or there's nobody there to, to pick up the, the, the slack. So I got to pull that weight. So when you're out, I have to take that role of alpha. And, you know, we sat there and we thought, huh, that's exactly right. And you know what he did? 
which literally made me cry, just to be honest. Um, he said, you know what? I'm, I apologize. I'm very sorry that I, I even uh, addressed you in this manner because you, we should have a defined, uh, you know, uh, like a defined, calculated way of thinking when it comes to certain things that relate to the home and in, in, in our affairs at home. Uh, because obviously you do have to pull the weight when I'm not around. And so for you, for, for, for him to have said, well, you got, you just have to listen to me. And, and that's not going to work either. So what you have to understand is that sometimes when your spouse is, is away at work or sometimes when, when he's away for multiple days, weeks, months, there's a, this, this double load that, she, that the woman has to carry and she has to begin to structure herself as the leading role. But however, I, I say that knowing like it's absolutely you can do it. It's a temporary thing. And then when he comes in, you got to fall back. The number one thing that I, I'm, I'm, I'm telling you today for those people that want to submit is you have to 100 uh, percent know your role. You got to know your, your role. I don't know why I keep like stumbling over the know your role thing. Know your role. Uh, Ephesians 5, 21 says, and further submit to one another out of reverence for Christ. So submit just because uh, you have reverence for God. This isn't like a pride thing. This isn't a, a, a man or woman thing, although you, a woman does submit to a man. But there, it's something deeper. You are submitting yourselves to Christ. So knowing your role is integral even for the men. For wives, this means submit to your husband as to the Lord. For a husband is the, le the head of his wife as Christ is the head of the church. He is the savior of his body, the church. As the church submits to Christ, so you wives should, should, should submit to your husbands in everything. For husbands, this means love your wives, just as Christ loved the church. He gave up his life for her to make her holy and clean, washed by the cleansing of God's word. He did this to present her to himself as a glorious church without a spot or wrinkle or any blemish. Instead, she will be holy and without fault. In the same way, husbands ought to love their wives as they love their own bodies. For a man who loves his wife actually shows love for himself. Ain't that the truth? Happy life, happy life. Well, that's, that's kind of biblical. Uh, no one hates his own body, but feeds and cares for it, just as Christ cares for the church, and we are the members of his body. So what we have to understand here is understanding your role. Listen, I have to preface this with if, if your husband is beating you up, if your husband is abusing you, physically abusing you, in a, uh, any way abusing you, I, I want you to get out of that relationship. That I'm not saying you, you have to be a whip dog. This is not about that. It's not, oh, well, I'm just submitting. And so, see, because people have been so indoctrinated in, in America that when they say submit to your husband, it's like this weak, like sheep, sheepishly shy woman who's in the corner and is just, you know, waiting for her husband to, to yell out for her and drops everything and prances over to him, scared, like, what are you going to do? Like flinches every time he talks like he's going to hit her. You know, like that's not what submission is. 
and and if we understand the the roles here, then the husband treats the wife uh, like he would treat him uh, treat uh, himself uh, with love, with dignity, with protection, with care. If 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 you're not gonna beat yourself into a stupor, into a slumber, um, you know, then you obviously don't do that to your wife. And so uh, that's that's a breach of contract if I've ever read one. If if he's beating you, if he's abusing you, if there's a uh, physical damage being done, get out of that relationship immediately. I just want to say that because it's uh, this is not the submitting thing. Mm, this is submit while you're you're afraid and and fearful for your life. And especially if you have kids, you ought to know better than to stay in a relationship where that's the example of what what a relationship is because it's an example for your children and they will replicate that so get yourself do do yourself a favor and get yourself out of that relationship um uh but know your role and so we understand we wives us wives we have to submit under the authority of our husbands in everything everything and that was that was a good one for me that was (laughs) took lots of years for that one uh hashtag real talk uh, but, but I'm there and I, I give him, and you know what, in the beginning of our marriage, this was the most difficult. And I tell everybody this, um, it was the most difficult time it, right in the inception of our marriage. And it really had very little to do with Jonathan because I was so hard headed and, and I, I, I was a woman and you will hear me roar. I will speak my mind if, even if it makes you feel 10 inches tall I will annihilate you verbally I will give you a verbal lashing just because you made me feel bad or you made me feel little so I'm gonna make you feel little when in reality you know just because he addressed something to me there's that thing of communication again just because he communicated something with me that uh was not right he's he's entitled to do that he should do that you know there were times where I'd say I'd mess up with what I say which, you know, happens from time to time. ESL, English is my second language. And uh, he would tell me, and I, it, would, it would take me off. And I'm like, what? You think I'm stupid? And he's like, no, I just told you not to, like, you just confuse these words. That's, it's not, I just wanted to say that, like, in case you, you were going to be in, in a public arena. So, so you think I'm an idiot? So you think I'm stupid? And then I'd walk away and be mad. And so, you know, pride, arrogance. All that, boom, me, 100%. I take, the, I take the onus. I take the credit. That was all my fault. And he was just trying to lend me a helping hand because I was still at the point, especially in my, my I was still young. I was 21 years old. And I thought, like, no, this, uh, I'm in it for myself. I'm, mm, I got to do me. And so when, it, when you have that, it, it just never, it just is never going to work. It just isn't. And so I remember finally knowing my role I'm like okay this is my role I'm gonna submit I'm gonna shut my mouth when he corrects me I'll say thanks for doing that even though it like kind of irks me thanks for letting me know I appreciate that and then walk away drinking myself a cup of coffee you know do some Pilates you know run whatever whatever so you got to do that so I started understanding my role and then all of a sudden Years would go by and it would be so sweet. The relationship just developed and got sweeter and better. And and it just got better like an aged wine. I don't really know what that means. I've never had aged wine. Um, but that's just a saying because I don't really know what else ages well. 
Did you know anything else then? Cheese. A delicious Parmigiano Reggiano. Nine years. <laughs> a nine year aged old cheese. Mmm. Huh? Little sharp and pungent, but you add a little bit of fig spread in there with on, on a top of a cracker or a delicious wafer. Uh, and you've got yourself a treat, my friends. So listen, what you uh, so so I did that. And then all of a sudden I thought, oh, my gosh, this is going so good. And then I realized probably year five, man, why didn't I why didn't I just submit to begin with? This is such a better role, you know, because when you try to take the reins, you're stressed out. You want you have to get everything figured out when you take your 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 correct role. You sit back and you're like, yeah, this is good. No, it's totally. And then it all falls on your husband's shoulders. It's like, no, I just did what you asked. And, and then it's always good because he, he hears from the Lord and I don't have to try to like, you know, conjure it up myself and try to figure things out on my own. I don't know. There, there was just like a rest that I, I really hadn't had before in a relationship. And it was so liberating. It was so freeing to know I'm not that person. I don't have to be that. I don't. That's why he's here. And God's created me to help him. And so now we can be a help to each other and we could just let this thing take off and blossom and bloom the way God's created for it to blossom and bloom. And and it has. And every year gets sweeter and sweeter with that man. I could tell you that for without hesitation. It just gets better because now we're in it. There's a camaraderie. There's a brotherhood, really, uh, that that like we've been through things together. No one else can can say that they they were. We had Camila. We're raising up Camila. We have, you know, the stories after the services. All of these things were there for one another. It's so amazing as the years go by that you have somebody that that is right there with you and you can grow together. And and it's just phenomenal. So just Know your role. Number two, you got to fall back. Have them take a leap. And, and I have to say that as, as a separate thing to know your role, but sometimes you got to fall back, sis. If, if you are in that, in that place where you're the alpha most of the time you, and, and the husband comes in from military, the husband comes in from whatever line of work that they're doing, you know, there's multiple uh, – uh, jobs out there that require the 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 husband to be out uh, whether he drives truck for two weeks whatever it is a cdl driver is it a cdl i don't know um and so whatever it is you gotta take the reins then when he gets home you gotta fall back and that's that that's true uh Truly being humble and truly being submissive is understanding the way he does it is different than he 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 I do it and that's okay he's gonna take the lead that and one hundred percent whatever he says that's exactly the the final say on that topic I'm not gonna argue I'm not gonna try to correct him I'm not gonna you know try to usurp how I feel I'm not gonna try to manipulate him in any way I'm not gonna hold out the sex okay I gotta take it there. I got to take it there because that's manipulation. And the Bible says manipulation is witchcraft. So don't be doing no witchcraft stuff, uh, you know, trying to manipulate your husband into doing what you want done in the marriage or a decision. OK, because that's going to bite you in the butt. Repent in Jesus name. And so uh, fall back is what I'm saying. Fall back. And so understanding I've had to talk to Camila. Pause here. But when Pa leaves, Mama's in charge. So uh, Pa might say, here, have an airhead before you go to sleep and then go to, <laughs> uh, go to bed right after. That, 
you know, if, if if I'm not paying attention, she'll just fall asleep with airhead stuck like all up in her teeth. Um, that's not the way that I'm going to do. So I'm going to intervene and say, you know what? Make sure you brush your teeth because that's how we do it. Okay. Or whatever it is, you know, sometimes it's, um, just, just menial things where he wants dinner at a certain time. Well, we don't do dinner at a certain time when you're not here. We have a thing and this is our routine. You can't break that routine, break the routine, fall back and break the routine. Take the lead. He takes the lead, not you. He takes the lead. Have him take the lead. And so that's the number two thing is you got to learn how to fall back. And, and when you do, let go of the pride. It's so what if it doesn't go your way? So what if you break the routine? You're, you're home together. Let it be. And then, again, the communication. Listen, uh, she has to be in bed at 8. Uh, you know, this is how we've been doing it. I, it's 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 very important for this to happen or else she's going to get up. She's going to be cranky. I have to wake her up in the morning. You don't. So this is what we want to kind of like get. I'll give her 30 minutes extra if you want to like read her a story or you want to watch a movie or whatever. Or you know what? It, you want to like stay up with the kids. OK, then how about you? You take them to school in the morning or whatever. You know what I mean? Like come up with something that's going to work for everybody. But communicate that. And ladies, you got to fall back. Learn how to do this and 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 communicate at the same time okay when you're not here this is what happens uh but you're here we're gonna do it however you want but I'm just uh, you know apply that so he knows and it's it will always work the more you communicate the better off you are number three Colossians three thirteen. I had it open a second ago here it is Colossians three thirteen. You got to make room for people's mistakes. And so it says, make allowance for each other's faults and forgive anyone who offends you. Remember, the Lord forgave you, so you must forgive others. Above all, verse 14, clothe yourself in love, which binds us together in perfect harmony. That's three and four. Allow room for mistakes. You're not a perfect person either. How about that? Here, uh, hello. Breaking news, you're not perfect. And, and you've had a, a few faults of your own. You've made mistakes. So if there's something that, like, you know, irks you or there's something that there was a mistake that was made, words that were exchanged, uh, whatever it was, allow for the room. Allow for him to make a mistake. Allow room for that. And be in love. Walk in love. That's so important for because this is what determines people that are going to just outright quit and say, well, he made me mad. and I don't think this relationship is going to work. Like he's just already he's already telling me like to call it quits and I'm I'm there. I just don't want it because they've uh, they've not made this this, uh, you know, instituted in their mind. They haven't like put, had any emphasis in this in their mind uh, for what Colossians 313 said. make allowance for each other's faults. So what, what does that mean? You have faults too, each other. So I have my faults. You have yours. Uh, let's make room for them. And I'm going to forgive you. And, and even if you offend me and you say things that would offend me and how I do things and how I, 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 I structure my household and do things in the house, I'm going to walk in love and forgive you. You know, that's a supernatural ability that I have. I promise you. I'm not trying to boast. It's just something that the Lord gave me. And you can ask for it, too. And it's the most amazing thing. Because I, I kept grudges so bad in the beginning of them. I'm really 
exposing a lot of myself here because I kept so many grudges in regards to like things that he would say. And of course, I wouldn't communicate because I was not raised in a household that communicated. You just slam something off the wall and then boom, you're done, you know. So all of a sudden he wants to talk about emotions and I'm thinking like uncomfortable. Just punch me in the face. I would probably be better off, and you did, that just that didn't. No, it's the the physical uh, uh, and like just you know screaming and then uh, you know running away or or running away from the thing that would be more comfortable for me. And uh, all of a sudden, he just wants to have a cup of coffee and talk about the day or talk about uh, the relationship. And I'm thinking like, what is this? And uh, you know, and 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 very talkative person, and there would be things that he would say that weren't even directed at me, and and I'd be thinking like, yeah, he said that because he thinks that of me. Great, wonderful. So I would have, I would hold grudges uh, weeks on end, and finally, I began to realize like, why am I holding this? Why am I treating him like crap? Because he said something like seven days ago that I don't even remember what he said, but I'm like mad. He said something about like I don't even know. Probably what I said, uh, how I said it, uh, something like that. And then I finally re- uh, I, I, I went to the Lord and I said, Lord, when I forgive, help me never to forget. Uh, not, not forget. Help me never. When I forgive, help me to forget. Not never to forget, but, you know, uh, help me to forget. Like, I want to forget. I don't want to, like, be like, oh, yeah. Well, in 1972, let me pull out this notebook here. In 1972, you said, and I quote, you are a fat piece of whatever. You know what I mean? Like, I, I'm, I don't want that. I just want to, when I forgive, I forget, and then we move on. Because in, in knowing me, I will, u- I will use that as armor. I will use that as, as, as a bullet uh, uh, for, the, for the future fights. Well, well, you said that. Hold on. Hold on, hold on. You said this three days. You don't say that. This, and so I just didn't. I knew I know myself too well. So I said, Holy Ghost, I want you every time that I, 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 I make up my mind to forgive. Help me never to remember it. So when people say, what's the, the biggest fight that you ever fought Jonathan about? I don't remember. I promise you. Like I, I would call it would I would have a very difficult time right now trying to think uh, and I have my eyes shut just so you have a visual and my eyes shut because I would have a difficult time trying to figure out what it was that we fought about that made me angry or irate. I don't remember because I forgave and I don't take two days to do what I do it right on the spot because I don't have time. And if, if the Bible says even in Colossians, you forgive because I've forgiven you. And that's what, what what's going to have to happen in order for you to access heaven. I make it a point every every day. Lord, I forgive anybody. I, I, even if there's like a resentment in my heart that I don't know about, Father. I don't even know if that exists, but I forgive that. I forgive those people in Jesus' name. I don't I don't play with that because Jesus is coming at any moment, and and if He comes back and I've got a heart, you know, a, a mind full of unforgiveness, and I'm harboring bitterness. I'm not going to make it to heaven, so I don't play with that. So I make it a point because it's scriptural too. Don't let the, the, your, the, you know, the sun go down on your anger. Do it today. Don't d- get rid of it, forget about it, and move on, especially if he's your boo, okay? And then the last one is you do it in love. 
Just as uh, 14, above all, clothe yourself with love, which binds us together in perfect harmony. You want perfect harmony? Then do things out of love. And and this is the, the major glue to a successful and thriving relationship, a one that you are so easily uh, proud to submit to. You do it out of love because if you want to walk in harmony, then everything has to be done out of love and mutual respect. Man, I'm doing this because I love him, because he's an extension of who I am. And if I do this to him, I do this to me. So whether it's good or bad, if I'm trying to, you know, be vindictive, that's I'm only being vindictive to myself to become one. So whatever, however I treat this man is how I'm going to treat myself. So I want to protect him. I want to, I, I, I want to love him. I want to cater to his needs. I want to put him first. And when he puts you first, it's an, it's, it's a win-win a hundred percent of the time. You can't get a relationship that's, that's struggling when both parties put the other person first in their in their lives you just can't because everybody wins and when you have God at the center obviously I'm saying that as God being the the center because he is the glue that holds everything together God is love and 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 that's why we we're we're stirred to walk in this kind of love because the Bible says God is love and so we need to walk in love. We need to walk and pray with your spouse. Uh, you know, take time to, to compliment every day. You look good. I love that hair. I love your outfit. I love take time. Words of affirmation, even if he doesn't care for it. Do it anyways. Make him a cookie. Get him a special extra uh, dinner, whatever it is that that will, you know, that you'll go out of your way to bless your marriage. Continue blessing your marriage. There is nothing better than being in marriage. I don't care what the world is telling you. There really isn't. There's something so special, so beautiful. You have that prayer partner where where you can believe, touch on whatever it is that you want to be done, and it will it will happen. That kind of unity is very, very precious. You got to hold on to that like never before and submit, ladies. It's easy, but it takes effort. <laughs> it does. Uh, right here. Can Amen. Amen from me. I love you, and we will uh, be back soon.